What is up, everyone? Welcome back to another podcast episode. My name is Manny, in case you're new here, or welcome back to Over Easy episode four now. <gasps> okay, okay. This is legit. We're, we're really, I feel like I say this every week that like, I'm so surprised that this is actually happening, but genuinely very surprised with this because, you know, to be honest, I'm not the best at like follow through, I guess you could say. I've always had a lot of ideas for cool ideas and projects when I was a kid, but I would start them and maybe get a week into them and then just give up. So I'm really surprised that this is a real thing. And honestly, I, I think this will be a long-term thing. It's not just going to be for the summer. It's going to really pan out, I think. So I'm very excited about that. Today, we're keeping it a little lighthearted actually today. But before we get into the actual episode, we're going to do a little check-in just to see how we're doing. Classic Rosebud Thorn as we've been doing every week. Whew. Okay, let me think about this. Hmm... Okay, so my bud, I guess I'll start with, is I'm going on a trip to Vancouver Island with my boyfriend over the BC Day long weekend, which is not the this weekend, but the next weekend. So it's like the weekend of July 31st and August 1st. I'm so excited. Obviously, this whole pandemic, I haven't gone anywhere this entire year. So this is pretty much like the first trip in a year and a half because the last trip I took before COVID was I went to Hawaii at the beginning of 2020 with my family. So this is the first trip since the pandemic, which is really exciting. Um, Another rose, not another rose. I mean, another bud is actually that I should be registering for my second dose of the vaccine very soon, which I'm very excited about. I'm a little nervous, actually, because I've heard of just people feel obviously a lot more side effects from the second dose than the first dose. So I'm kind of nervous about that just because I have a lot of I had a lot of anxiety going into the first dose, but it was totally fine. It ended up being completely normal, but I'm kind of nervous for the second dose. Um, But I'm also excited because obviously getting this means COVID's coming to an end. You know, to be honest, I don't really have a thorn today, so I'm not going to say one just because I don't really have anything bad that has happened lately. And my rose is kind of leading into this episode. I've been reading a new book this past week. It's called The Anthropocene Reviewed by John Green, and I've been really enjoying it. I'm going to talk about it a little later in the episode, but it's been a really good book and I, I really like it. So with that being said, we're going to get into today's episode, which is kind of a little more lighthearted. It's going to be my July favorites and a book review of books that I've been reading recently. I have been reading a ton. I have read a ton this year in general, which I love for me because that was always one of my main goals for 2020 and 2021. And I would say I definitely fulfilled that. I've been reading so much. But I'm going to just be going over the things that I loved in July and the books that I've read recently and some recommendations. I'm so excited to get started. 
I kind of like this format of we keep one week episodes more lighthearted and then one a little more serious. I haven't been doing that purposefully, but I've just noticed that. And I kind of like that format because then I'm not pressured to think of hard hitting topics every week, but just kind of talk, I guess. And I do this, I do love showing things that I've been loving. So let's get started with some products that have been my favorite. So if you're listening to the audio, I'll link the items in the description and also on the video, I'll link the items down below. But in the video version, you can see like the actual item that I'm talking about. So just in case you want to switch the video. All right, all right. So the first thing that I'm going to be talking about is actually something that I saw on TikTok. I saw this small business and it was a jewelry brand on TikTok on my For You page, and I decided to order from them because they had a specific product that I really, really liked, and I love them. So it is called Flare Accessories. Flare is F-L-A-I-R-E, accessories, and they are a small business located in California, and I ordered for them a couple weeks ago. The shipping took a little while just because of COVID and everything and international shipping, so that was totally fine, but I got the products, and I absolutely love them. I've been wearing them every day. The first thing that I got is this little gold pearl necklace. So there's some gold chains uh, separated by pearls and this is so beautiful. I love it. I've been kind of looking for a pearl necklace just because they kind of came back in style but I didn't want like a total pearl necklace if that makes sense because I feel like that I don't want to be mean, but it was a little tacky in my opinion. And I think this with like the dainty small pearls and it wasn't like the entire necklace made it look very classy and nice. Another necklace that I got from Flair is this simple gold link necklace. Again, I'll link everything down below just in case you can't see because the camera's kind of far away. But they're basically just gold little links that are connected together. And I've been stacking the two necklaces that I bought and they look so good together. The gold matches perfectly with each other. And it is just like a simple necklace that is so good with so many outfits. I've been kind of the past year or so I've been trying to up my jewelry game and I feel like this is definitely the place because also their prices are so affordable. Now they're not like Shein prices and to be honest I don't support probably businesses that have Shein prices just because if their prices are so low they've got to be doing something to cut their costs and it's probably unethical or something but I think these were like 20 bucks, 15, 20 bucks. Um, and that's pretty low in my opinion. And also it's not like fake. It's not going to tarnish. I have, I haven't been showering with these necklaces, but I have like worn them a lot and they're not turning my neck green and stuff like that. So I think they're actually perfect. I also got a pair of earrings that you probably can't see because I'm sitting kind of far away from the camera, but it's a little dangly and there's a little star and I thought it was so super cute. So that is my first favorite of the month. I've been wearing this jewelry every single day pretty much since I got it in the mail. And I'm probably going to order again in a couple months or like in a couple weeks because I'm obsessed with the brand. All right, time for my next favorite. My next favorite is something that I bought not not intentionally. Uh, I feel like in the last year or so, I've gotten a lot better at 
withholding my purchases so if i'm looking to buy something i'll have it in my cart for at least a week or so because i feel like you know when you get that email that oh aritzia is having a sale or something's having a sale you'll go on the store and if you buy right away i feel like you're on the adrenaline high of having discounts and stuff like that and you actually buy stuff that you don't really like but it's for the sake of the discount but anyways i this year have been getting into not getting into but just been a lot better at controlling my purchases and trying to wait a couple weeks or wait a few days before i actually place the order so that i know that i actually like the stuff and it has worked out but this purchase has not been that this purchase i bought because the aritzia ladies just kind of sprung it on me and yeah (laughs) and they are the agoldi denim jeans from aritzia I'll try and find the exact fit or anything, but because I bought this in store, I don't know what I bought, but these are it. They are, again, the brand Agoldi, but they're from Aritzia, and Agoldi is quite expensive if you have looked on the Aritzia site, but actually, I can say that they are pretty worth the money. I have been wearing these like every week the entire summer pretty much and they have still fit the same. They don't shrink. They don't do anything as long as you take the proper care of it. Don't put it in the dryer or anything. Like it'll be fine and the denim is so sturdy. They have the little button downs for the fly and then a nice little distressing on the end of the shorts which I really really like and these have been my go-to shorts for the summer. They are so cute Um, They do are like they're kind of big so I recommend sizing down. I bought a size down for this and it's still a little loose but I prefer that because honestly I have grown out of having that trend of having your shorts like so tight to you that it's just really uncomfortable. These are loose and still nice fitting. Very good. I really like them so a goldie denim shorts are an A plus from me. All right, moving on to our next favorite. My next favorite of the summer or this month has been my disposable camera. So these have been coming back in trend. I feel like it was because of David Dobrik and he really liked using disposable cameras. So a lot of people started using them again, but this is so amazing. So with a disposable camera, basically you take the photo and you can't see the photos until you get the entire camera developed. So this camera has the capability to take 27 photos and then you have to go get it developed and it is so cute. Um, I honestly love it for just the aesthetics, which I, you know, I'm just a trend follower, but I think um, also the disposable just captures memories in a different way than taking pictures on your iPhone or something like that. First of all, you can't see the photos. You can't really plan out the photos and you can really just take the photo and then move on from that moment, which I really like. And because I don't see these photos for a while, I don't take a ton of pictures every day. I kind of use this. I've been using this for like a month or two now. I don't really remember all the photos that are on this camera. So when I get it developed and printed out, then it's a really nice surprise just to look back on the memories, even though they weren't that long ago. It's very cute. Uh, this is my second summer using them and I love disposable cameras. They can be a little pricey with developing and stuff like that, which is why I want to look into getting a real um, film camera because I feel like it's less disposable, it's reusable and stuff like that. So that's definitely going to be a goal maybe for next summer or at the end of the summer if I can look into buying a real film camera. I will definitely consider doing that because I do love the 
memories that I've captured on this thing. And actually my last tangible favorite for this month have been these little claw clips. So I got this pack off of Amazon and I feel like a lot of people have this pack. It's a four pack with different colors, but I really like these because recently I have cut my hair short. So it's a lot harder to style than having long hair. I feel like when I had long hair, I could get away with if my hair was oily, I would just French braid it and have the double French braids going down or I would just have like a long ponytail or something like that. But some of those hairstyles just don't look as good or don't work out as well as if I had long hair. Um, so this has been my lifesaver. If my hair gets oily a particular day or anything like that, I'll just clip my hair up because it looks cute and also just gets my hair out of my face. I'm quite particular with my hair. I really, I most of the time don't really like having it completely down just because I hate having it in my face and everything like that. So braiding it or tying it up or clipping it up with these little claw clips is perfect because gets my hair out of my face. These are also really cheap, but the ones that I ordered from Amazon took like two months to show up because they weren't fulfilled by Amazon. So definitely look into getting a better set, that one that comes faster because I didn't even know if mine were coming because they didn't show up for so long. All right, now we are moving on to, I have one intangible favorite that I have enjoyed this month. Intangible just basically means like it's not an item. I guess it kind of is. One of the items that I bought this summer was a picnic blanket from Indigo. It was because there was a sale. It was like if you bought $40 worth of stuff, you could get a picnic blanket for $15 rather than the regular price of $40 or $50 for the picnic blanket. And I got it and I love this picnic blanket. Not only because it is just a great blanket you can zip it up and carry it and then lay it out flat it's just really easy to set up and take down but also that it has allowed me to have a lot of picnics by the beach which has been one of my favorite things to do this month I have gone twice to the beach and my friends and I we've ordered sushi sat down by the beach just enjoyed the sun and just sat on the picnic blanket which has been honestly one of my favorite things to do this summer I don't live super close to a beach. I guess I live close enough, but I it's not something that I would do on my own because it's kind of far away and there's a lot of people this year, but having picnics by the beach has been so super fun and it's just a great memory. And because Vancouver has so many lovely beaches, it has been something that I've really enjoyed doing. I feel like I haven't taken advantage of the beaches that Vancouver has like in previous years. So this year I've definitely been enjoying that. Okay, those are all of my favorites for items, not items, I guess. And we're going to move on to the book recommendations part of this video, which I am so excited about. Okay, let's get started. So the first book that I have is called The 4% Fix by Karma Brown. Let me give a little synopsis. Uh, this book is telling you about how you can use one hour of your day efficiently to pursue your passions. I cannot recommend this book enough. I loved this book. Uh, as you can tell, I put a lot of little sticky notes in where I thought there would be important concepts in the book. This is actually the book that got me to start my podcast. Um, so I am a little biased. I love this book so much. Basically, when I was reading this book, I thought it was going to be more about, I don't know, just productivity and stuff like that. I do really love productivity books, but I didn't really expect it to be the way that the author written about wrote about it. 
um, the author is my, kind of talking about how she spends one hour of her day before anyone wakes up at like 5 a.m. She gets up at 5 a.m. every day and spends an hour just on her creative passions. So she's a writer, so she'll spend that first hour not writing the current project that she's working on, but just creative writing. Whatever she wants to do, she'll write it for that first hour. And it was just kind of inspiring to see someone pursue their passions like that. So that kind of inspired me to start my podcast because I was like, well, what is something that I've always wanted to do but never had the opportunity to or kind of stop myself from doing? And that was starting a podcast. That was always something that I've wanted to do but I've never done because of various reasons previously I was like oh well I'll kind of wait till I get bigger on YouTube to do it or maybe I'll just wait until my life is more interesting or stuff like that but honestly why wait like really why wait if you have a project that you want to be working on ask yourself why you aren't doing it yet and if the reason is yourself then you should start it you should because starting my podcast has been something that is so fulfilling for me and just I've really enjoyed in the last few weeks so yeah it's kind of off topic but this is the book that got me started on my podcast it is a really really good book let me see if I can find some meaningful quotes to read just so you get an idea of what the book is about so one area of the book is she is talking about the focused four, which are the four elements that are really important in your life that you should focus on, whether it is in that first hour that you are awake, like she is talking about, or just in general. So it says, when I'm on the ball and get my items down on paper, here's how my focused four list might read. Health or wellness is the first category, and that could look like a one-hour workout. Creativity is the second focused for and that could look like one hour writing session starting at 5 a.m family so that looks like homemade dinner eating together and productivity using that time to clean out your inbox respond to messages and get to zero unread emails each of these takes about one hour or about four percent of my day so in my 17 or so wakeful hours in only four hours i'm actually taking off some things that not only have a significant impact on my day but are also in line with my daily and beyond priorities it's amazing that when i consider each day from this perspective i'm able to fit things in that otherwise might fall behind so that kind of put into perspective what i should be focusing on and what is really important to this person but also in my life it gets you to reflect can't recommend this book enough. So good. All right. This next book that I have is called Pretty Is by Maggie Mitchell. The sentence that I wrote about it is, it's about two girls who go missing and it follows the story of their abduction as well as the aftermath when a movie is actually being made about their story. So actually, I didn't love this book. I didn't like it as much as I thought I would. I do really enjoy mysteries and kind of scary topics for books, I guess. But this one wasn't the best. And I think it was more because of the plot of the book. So this book was divided into three sections. And only one of the sections was talking about the actual abduction, what the girls went through and stuff like that. And it's it's not actually that scary of a book. But I really enjoyed that section. That's the second section. And I thought that the way that it was written and just the whole plot of that part was very interesting. But the other two plots kind of follow what happens as the girls become adults. They are adults now. I didn't really like that part because I thought it was very slow. The plot wasn't very interesting and 
it didn't seem like there was kind of a purpose to the first section at least. The third section is talking more about when that movie is being made about their abduction and actually one of the girls is starring in the movie. It's a really complicated but it was like all right. I will say that. This book wasn't my favorite but it was a good read. I liked the second section about their abduction again but the first and third section I kind of it felt really slow to me and then the plot got really fast all of a sudden. That's kind of what I don't like about books is, or at least a lot of the reason why I don't like books is if their plot is really, really slow at the beginning or in the middle, and then the end kind of seems like the author was running out of pages and kind of needed to conclude the problem really quickly. Kind of seemed like what was going on in this book, but it was all right. Okay, the next book that I have is called A Simple Favor by Darcy Bell, and it's about a mom who goes missing and her best friend is left in the dilemma of having to take care of the missing mom's kid and the missing mom's husband. This was quite an interesting book. I actually really, really enjoyed it. It is a mystery kind of just exciting book, I guess, and the mom that disappears seems like she has the perfect life. She works in this high high paying fashion industry job and she does all these things in the big city and stuff like that while her best friend best friend is a mom that just kind of runs a mom blog and uh, doesn't really have much to do with her life because her husband passed away a couple years before but actually as you get into the book you learn a lot more about the characters and their backstories and the context behind them and it's really interesting because it kind of folds into the mystery and gets gets really exciting at some point. I did really enjoy this book. Um, I think it was a little predictable, but not super predictable. It was as like I thought the book was going to unfold out. Obviously, I didn't know the entire plot, but I had suspicions and they kind of came true by the end. Okay, and our next book that I'm going to be reviewing is called Finding Felix by Joe Platt. So I originally bought this because Indigo was having a sale. You could buy like three books for $9. And I thought this would just be a good break to read between my mystery and murder books because I think I've said this before, but I can't read them all in a row or just like back to back to back because I get really scared and I just get really freaked out. So this was kind of a breather book in between. It was an easy read. It was quite easy to read. And it's basically about two characters, Felix and Dot, who were childhood best friends up until they left for university. And they reconnected again when Dot falsely claimed that her and Felix were dating and she would bring him as a wedding date to her sister's wedding when she didn't even talk to Felix for so many years after they left for university. So it was a quite, uh, just like a cute, lighthearted romance book. And I thought it was very wholesome at the end and just really cute. I love reading books like that. And it was quite interesting. So if you are looking for an easy read, maybe you're just getting back into reading or you need a break from reading, like reading really high intensity books, then this is definitely it. I would say it's not something like that you can write a paper about or do a book club over, but it's a good read if you just want to and are lighthearted about it. One of the last books is The Red Book by James Patterson and David Ellis. So I am 
probably James Patterson's biggest fan and I love all of his books. I recently just bought uh, his newest book called The President's Daughter and I'm really excited to read that after I finish my current book. But the red book is basically about a detective that is trying to decipher an abduction case that leads to a much larger issue that he realizes and that he is actually entangled in. This is a scary book so this is definitely needs like don't read it at night in like midnight and stuff like that. I really enjoyed it though as always. James Patterson books are very fast-paced and interesting and the plots are so unique. I feel like I didn't really expect the plot with this one. I really liked it because the detective's wife recently died and she was a lawyer that was actually working on the abduction case that the detective is also working on so it was really cool to see that part of the plot and then it just tied in with a lot of personal issues with the detective as well. So this is a really good book. The hardcover was a bit expensive. All I, I just remember that. But James Patterson books, you cannot say that I'm not going to recommend all of them because I love all of them. Let's get into what I'm currently reading and what I'm about to read. So, as I said at the beginning of this episode, I am reading The Anthropocene Reviewed by John Green. I took off the little paper cover of the hardcover book just because I thought it would look nicer and I just didn't want it to get in the way because I've been annotating this book a lot, but this book is actually quite interesting. It was different from my expectations. Basically, when I read the description of this book and also the title, it kind of I thought it would be more about just what we do as humanity that is bad and John Green reviews it but it actually is really more tied into his personal life than I thought it would be. So it is kind of like a review book. It's comprised of a lot of mini essays about different topics that make up the Anthropocene. So for example, um, John Green talks, one essay is about scratch and sniff stickers and one is about air conditioning. One is about uh, CNN and also Diet Dr. Pepper. But somehow, as mundane as these topics sound, John Green always ties them in into some larger concept in general that kind of highlights how the Anthropocene works. The Anthropocene is basically the generation of time that we are living in, or like humans have been alived. And I just thought that a lot of these topics were very insightful in some way. I've been kind of highlighting and annotating this book and I've been highlighting lines that I really like so one that I found right now is confidence is just a varnish painted atop human frailty I thought that line was written so nicely and worded so well uh, and also it makes you reflect about well is my confidence like that because as I was thinking about this line I would say a lot of people on the surface if they seem confident it really does seem genuine, but a lot of people are also just faking it till they make it with their confidence. They're not always just super confident about every aspect of themselves and stuff like that. So let me see if I can find another line that I really liked. Oh, okay. So this is from the essay that is about CNN and CNN is a news network that reports news. The word news tells a secret on itself, though. 
What's news isn't primarily what is noteworthy or important, but what is new. So much of what actually changes in human life isn't driven by events, but instead by processes, which often aren't considered news. We don't see much about climate change on CNN unless a new report is published, nor do we see regular coverage of other ongoing crises like child mortality or poverty. So this line is kind of talking about how in news networks, they seem like they're going 24-7, but really a lot of ongoing crises that don't have events or aren't driven by events are ever reported or talked about a lot. And that's kind of an issue that we have with news networks, obviously, because there are so many issues that are ongoing and just don't get enough coverage. So made me think, and I've been really enjoying this book. I'm about halfway through and I started this last week, I think. So I really like it. And I have two books on my upcoming read list. I've ordered so many books this year. It's so bad. The first one is It Ends With Us by Colleen Hoover. So this one is, I think, TikTok famous. That's why I bought this book. Everyone on TikTok has been loving it. So I really didn't know what it was about, but just decided to order it. Let's read the back. Sometimes the one who loves you is the one who hurts you the most. Lily hasn't always had it easy, but that's never stopped her from working hard for the life she wants. She's come a long way from the small town in Maine where she grew up. She graduated from college, moved to Boston, and started her own business. So when she feels a spark with a gorgeous neurosurgeon named Ryle Kincaid, everything in Lily's life seems almost too good to be true. And then it kind of talks about how they fall in love and stuff like that, but... I've seen so many TikToks about this book and I'm really excited to read it. And the last book that I've kind of talked about on my upcoming list is the newest book of James Patterson. It just released, I think in June or July, and it is The President's Daughter by Bill Clinton and James Patterson. I didn't know Bill Clinton wrote this book. What the heck? Um, It's so thick. If you can see, it is, uh, I think, the thickest book that I have owned ever. Uh, James Patterson books I'm uh, sure it's going to be really scary and really good so I'm really excited about that but that's probably going to be my next read after the Anthropocene reviewed. I hope you enjoyed this lighthearted episode. I was really excited to share my favorites of this month and also books that I've been reading just because I've been reading so much this year. Hope you enjoyed. Let me know if you have book recommendations down below or on my Instagram at overeasy the podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I will see you next week. Bye.